You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I feel like I'm like still struck. I'm like, oh, hey. And you're like, hey, how are you? Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be done in like three seconds. (laughs) Podcast done. I'm already recording. At casual. (laughs) You know, you told me to start recording when you walked in. I essentially just did that. And I didn't tell you. Oh, my God. I haven't even had coffee. I mean, what? Yeah, I thought I thought you might must have pounded a pot by now. Well, you know what's funny? Like I forget. There's a Dunkin' Donuts on the way here. Hashtag yeah. ad. Um, <laughs> and I always forget it. And uh-huh. I nearly like wrecked this morning, thinking like, oh, I gotta get in the right hand lane. And then I was like, fuck it, I don't need coffee. I'm wound up. <laughs> did you get a good night's sleep last night? I did. You know, I got a Peloton. Hashtag. Ad. Oh my god, it came, <laughs> it came in. Came. Tell us everything. And Thank God. This will be day four. And oh I'm sleeping better already. Like well, I feel better about myself yeah. already. And I'm literally doing 20 minute beginner workouts. But still. But yesterday I finished. It's for non Peloton users. I don't even know how to explain it yet because it's still so new to me. But okay. like when you take a class, you can see like who is currently also taking that class. Oh. And so you, it, there's like a bit of competition. You don't see them. You okay. see it like in a leaderboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can see everyone who's ever taken it. And then you can see like who is currently taking it. And like, so it makes it a little bit competitive. And goals. yesterday I finished first in my class. What? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You know what this means. Mm-hmm. Sledapalooza Se- is right around the corner. Sledapalooza, Sledapalooza <laughs> 2021. God, just I need can't that wait. Yeah. Just wear a mask. Just wear a Can mask. Can I talk no about, kissing. this is so not on topic and it's just because I watched it this morning. I'm still thinking about it. But um, Megan the Stallion was on SNL last weekend uh-huh. and they did a skit that was called um like something about you got to see the bottom of her face before you actually take her home because they're talking about how when you meet someone now they are wearing a mask and so you don't know what's <laughs> oh, yeah, happening she might have like big buck teeth well that's what they said like what if she's missing teeth or what if she turns to the side and she looks like jay leno because you know like <laughs> <laughs> or has like a beard true like you a never full know. she's got like a, a fu manchu she's got a mustache, a mustache. Yeah. i mean it's like so funny so if you guys haven't seen that yet chris that rock was really the host funny. megan the stallion was the musical guest it i was heard it was really brilliant funny. i heard the um um, the skit about the debate was really amazing. I need to go watch. Yeah, I need I to go watch. It. Did you watch the debate last night? Oh, yes. The fly. The fly. That's the only thing I, I ordered the fly swatter. About. Biden is selling a fly swatter right now. Already? Oh, yeah. Look at that. First Marketing. Of all, so, what you a know, brilliant they had, idea. They had the URL, which she said on air, I will vote.com. Last night they bought flywillvote.com and it just redirects oh, you to iwillvote.com. Oh my God. Whoever came up with that is, they need it's a raise. Fucking that brilliant. was brilliant. And then there's the fly swatter says truth before flies. Wow. Or truth over flies or something like that. That is so smart. Yeah. It's so amazing. Oh my God. It's 10 bucks. I I mean, everyone needs a fly swatter, right? <laughs> it's like, it's depending on what side you're on. Obviously you're going to look at the fly as a very meaningful for whatever. Like you might buy a fly swatter. 
Or I've seen other people who are actually voting for Trump and Pence uh, say that they've been looking up the spiritual meaning of flies and it's uh-huh. like bringing prosperity and all these things, you know. So it's whatever side you're well, on, I, I think I mean, you can argue I'm, that the fly was very meaningful. Well, it's funny because I saw it on Twitter and then I had to Google it myself just to like be sure it wasn't what, like the actual swatter well no um the biblical meaning of flies and it said and this is from dreaming and it's some biblical thing yeah in the bible flies have a completely different meaning they represent everything that is bad some even consider them descendants of the devil <laughs> flies represent the worst evil and personification <gasps> of the worst on our planet do you think that this is one of those cases of we make things into whatever oh, it is we want them to believe percent but it's like the jokes write themselves of like, course it's like, i mean i have seen so many memes it's all it's been about today There's, i mean the, the, fly. Fly, the fly has their own twitter and its own like instagram page has more right followers now. than us i oh, know seriously <laughs> um wait what was the other thing i was gonna say oh i mean what i love about the fly swatter is it's kind of taking a page out of trump's book because remember like when he when there was that whole scandal about like where the hurricane was gonna go and he used the sharpie to like draw it <laughs> yes, in yes. well then he started selling sharpies oh. so it's like you well, know, whoever he plays that's into the brilliant joke. too. Brilliant. You've got to play into the Str- joke. You know, he he sold st- when the whole thing about like banning straws, and he was like, "You people are crazy." They started selling Trump straws. I mean, this is. I mean, it's brilliant. This marketing. is what I always say about the Kardashians. Not to go back to how much I love right. to toot their horn for being smart business people, but they were always in on the joke. Totally. And if you're in on the joke, then you just can make a shit ton of money. Right. On it, I think. The problem with the the straw joke is like it feeds the problem, and so right. I have a problem with that. Like, and they were like, it was like ten straws for fifteen dollars, like plastic Expensive. straws. Okay. Yeah. So you're like... ripping off people, but and sort of still hurting the environment. So it's, uh, although I think it's funny. And- <laughs> brilliant like i don't recommend anybody go i shit you not i just got a notification from cosmo that says a fly landed on mike pence mike pence's head during the debate and the memes are all that anyone's talking about today it's amazing yeah it's everywhere um well we digress we digress but i wanted to get into a couple of the messages we got from last week's podcast first um the britney conversation brought you know a lot of people had some things to say <laughs> she was dope <laughs> like everyone her. loved britney everyone was also shook about going to the dentist like i, <laughs> I seriously feel like we did something really great for society <laughs> i have a co-worker whose father is a dentist and she More like fun. before she listened she was i think she like maybe it was something you posted she uh-huh. was like i'm scared to listen what is it and i was yeah. like no oral sex before you visit your dad and then she really started rethinking every time she's every ever been time. to the dentist i mean could you imagine it's your dad and he's like oh man. or like the, the dental hygienist is like honey you need to go home right now <laughs> she's like you know what you don't need to see your daughter today yeah, <laughs> don't nope. worry about it everything looks good <laughs> yep, no x-rays on this trip <laughs> we're good <laughs> Um, so this girl, this is from not Jessica. I want to read her second. This one. Oh my gosh. I can't even operate a phone. You're like over here flying and I just can't even like go through my phone. Okay. So this says, Hey Kelly. So I was listening to your newest at casual podcast. And when Brittany talked about an STD and blowjobs, it reminded me of something that happened to me. Oh God. I was hooking up casually with this guy, and then the next day I got a text asking if I had an STD. I told him no, and he said he thinks he has herpes because there's a rash or something on his dick, and that he's going to the doctor. I call my BFF crying because herpes is no joke. He then texted me after his appointment and said it was a bruising from his getting his dick sucked. Homeboy couldn't tell the difference between a BJ bruise and an STD. Whew. I just need to back up for a second. <laughs> a BJ bruise. So is this common? Am I yeah, missing I mean, something? Can, well, you know, bruises are caused by blood. Like so being brought like to the surface. So like if you suck too hard? Yeah, like a hickey. It's okay. it's basically a dicky. A dicky. Oh, oh my Hashtag God. Hashtag. He we need to really seriously get a fucking notepad because he's on fire today. today. I feel like we're going to make billions of dollars. It's a dicky. Hashtag a dicky. Look, we can't talk about Mike Pence selling, I mean, Biden selling fly right. swatters and, not and then us not sell shit. So okay, you guys well, pre-order the dicky. I'm just going to film you right now and I will post this for you guys on my Instagram. Merch. But Chip is taking down merch ideas. Dicky. <laughs> 
There we go. <laughs> Merch number one. We'll get rich. Hashtag Dickie. Yeah, we're going to get rich. Great. Let's set up a My mom's going to be so proud when I'm like sending out merch that says things like Dickie or Got Anal. Got or Anal or <laughs> Slutapalooza. Slutapalooza. Just keeping it classy over here on that Casual. Hey, you got to wear it proud. Yeah. Well, so I just did not understand that bruising was so normal with blowjobs. Well, I mean, I get, look, there's, you can bite it. Like it can get sucked. But nobody hard. likes to bite it, right? Or is that some trick that I need to know about? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think that anyone likes it being bitten. I mean, there's a little nibbling that can be fun, but like. Okay. You don't want like the teeth scraping. I think some people itch. like accidentally do it. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, it's, it can, you know, blunt force trauma is real. I mean, but did you wake up in the morning? Have you ever seen like a bruise on your yeah. dick? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I'm People break their dicks too. You can break break your dick. Okay, I can see that. Like, if a girl was on top, I could see how that could happen actually pretty easy. Like, if it slipped out and then you went back in real fast, but like hit or didn't hit the hole. Right. Yeah. And you bend it in. (laughs) Trying to not say. Somebody was telling me recently that they knew someone who'd broken their dick twice. Okay, if you do it once, that's bad. But twice, I mean, what is this saying where it's like fool me once, (laughs) break me once. Shame on you. Break my dick once. Shame on you. Break my dick twice. Shame on me. Shame the rhyme me. there is it's yeah. a little off. Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Oh, here you go. Break my dick once. Fuck you. Break my dick twice. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm right now. Oh my God. Now here he goes with the notepad again. <laughs> I hope other people think this kind of stuff is funny and not just stupid. <laughs> because I think it's hilarious. I love it. Okay, so let's go back to the messages. I'm sorry, now I have to scroll through the videos that I have of you. So Jessica wrote into us about queefing because we did talk a little bit about that last week as well. And she said, so I have historically not queefed during sex, but I dated this one guy for a few months and I always queefed during sex, always. It was so embarrassing, but it was not good sex. He always made me be on top and I would have to be on top for so long. I felt it felt like hours. I don't know how she had the thigh strength to do that. That's my first thought. Um, and one time my legs were so sore from riding him that I could barely walk the next day. Like I did leg day at the gym. I mean, I told, that's what I'm saying. This is like a serious workout. I've been with my now husband for almost 10 years and never queef, no matter the position. I think that was my vagina's way of telling me to dump that boring sex asshole. (laughs) I love Jessica. But remember I told you, I was like, some, you were like, I mean, it means something's going right with the queefing. And I was like, does it though? I don't know. Because like. Honestly, if I ever queef, it's usually because the pumping is too right, much. And right. I'm just not into a pump yeah, necessarily. I mean, it's all that. It's it's air. Yeah, it's just air. Right. Well, wait, but Jessica, don't ever just like let some guy be like, he made me be on top all the time. Fuck him. Right. Like, Bitch, you do all these. Ask for what you want. <laughs> yes. Honestly, if you're on top. Especially for, if the sex is lame. Well, totally. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of work being on the top as a girl because like, you have to use so much thigh strength. I'm telling you, the burn is real. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like guys would assume that it's easier because you're just no. like sitting. You you're know, not like you. This is shows how much you don't have sex with girls. <laughs> you're not just fucking I sitting. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, you have to use your upper thigh strength. Your hips, like your hip flexors, get tight. It's a lot. There's like a couple ways you can do it too. Are you gonna like do the podcast? Or are you gonna keep I'm looking listening. at your fucking phone I'm right listening. now? Oh my god. This is. The, it's like you go through drawers. You check your text messages like am i just not interesting to you hey, i'm also managing a band that had a question okay band but i can i can answer it later <laughs> um i don't even remember what i was saying well, you were talking about sitting on top right just sitting no it's working on top chip you're working you're doing the work you're putting in some time well, it sounds like this guy was like sit here well, I guess, but I, this just the leg day thing makes total sense to me. There's been times where I have done leg day and I can't be on top that night. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that is not going to happen. It's too hard. The burn is too real. Too much lactic acid. 
What does that mean? That's what makes your muscles burn. Oh, yeah. Pump that through your body. I wonder if that mm-hmm. would bruise. Okay, so this one's from Ray Ann. I think that's how you say her name. Thoroughly enjoyed this week's at casual, cried actual tears laughing with y'all. We love hearing that. Venus flytrap had me. I also feel like Big Brother or whoever keeps tabs on your Google history must be so entertained. I did not think about that oh until God. she said that. And so then I was good. like, oh my gosh, this at casual podcast has now made my google search probably like pretty bad you might be on a sex offender list. <laughs> literally i'm like gonna ha- like not be able to move by schools pretty soon or something <laughs> do you get like dildo ads and stuff i don't feel like i, I have... mean i've been working with a vibrator company well yeah so then oh you're saying on your computer right. yeah like mm-hmm. have you noticed like any of your ads changing not yet thank god well now that they're listening our phone siri Oh my God, we're going to start down, doing keep all it these in your pants, ads. Could you imagine? Like you're just sitting there trying to do actual work on your computer and like dildo ads. You call your coworker up. and you're like, hey, well, can you check this out? And you like pull up the thing and it's like <laughs> all the banners are like sexual related. And you're then, like, from then on out, it's just like everyone's going to think you have some real problems. And you're like, no, 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 no. I was just doing a podcast about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Every, you- every ad I get is for Luff Beds, by the way. Um, Luff, however you say it now. Well, it's a hashtag ad for you. I know. It's, it's like, the beds I got. I love them. Yeah. Um, Lindsay got them and too. And then you, one of your. Yeah clients also has been working with them they're amazing the beds are so soft i need to get me one hashtag ad oh my god he's like nicole are you listening (laughs) um okay so should we get into the topic for this week yes so last night i was driving home from work and i was thinking to myself because like my boyfriend and i have been working through like full transparency conversations which are so difficult right like you can have a really good relationship i feel and not be um, lying to each other or anything like that, but you're learning how to actually be fully yourself. Like to me, that's like full intimacy, you know, and it's hard. It's really hard. We've been working on doing that like more and better and trying to be adults in a relationship, you know, shit that's like (laughs) real life. And, um, I was driving home and I was thinking to myself, I really like that. Like, I'm really happy with doing that with him. And I love that we can, try to come to each other with real truths and all of these things. It must be relieving. It is so relieving and you feel seen, you know? And I was just like, I wonder if other people do that. You know, my train of thought just started going on this whole thing. And the first thing that popped into my mind about women lying, because like there's a lot of articles about women cheating too, right? And so that was, I was kind of like, I wonder if that's the biggest area that women lie to men. And then I was like, oh my God, I bet it is about faking orgasms. Yeah. And then that's such a like, I was about to say a daily thing, but I don't know how much people are having sex, but it's like such a natural, probably happens all the time thing within a relationship that I think that women, a lot of women probably justify in their head that that's not a, a lie. What do you think? I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think that when you sent me the topic last night, I was, it was, it struck me because mm-hmm. it had never occurred to me as a lie. And it was a lie. Me and either. I, and I bet you 100% of women have faked an orgasm. At some point in their, some life, point in their life, I would say probably I mean, so. In doing my research, a lot of times it's, you know, the first time you have sex. because Why would you do it the first time, though? Well, be- I think it's just because you don't know any better. Like, oh. what you think sex is about is the orgasm and not the actual right. act of having fun with and connecting with the person. Right. And you know, the guy's done in 30 seconds and right. he's like, did you come? And you're like, you're like yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you might not have faked the orgasm, but you lied about having one. Right. You know? Because he doesn't know any better either. Right. And that was what was so interesting for me to think about because I actually like, when you're talking about the first time, I'm thinking, well, you wouldn't do it the first time because like you don't care right. if you, you let you lie someone down. But you lie about it is the point that I was But you might. And um, yeah, it's just it was such an interesting thought because I guarantee you, like you said, most women have at some point in their life faked an orgasm and they don't look at it as lying because it's just like, oh, I just did what I had to do. There's some sort of justification. Yeah. So I asked the question on my Instagram to the women, do you guys consider this lying? Do you um, do this still? Like, are we still doing this here in 2020? And it was really mixed results, which I was actually like, I thought a lot of people would be like, hell no, you know, like power of the pussy kind of mentality. Like, here we go. And, but there was a lot of um, women who had the old mentality of, yes, 
I do it. I don't think it's lying. It's for his own good because I don't want to bruise his ego. Right. Can you? Ugh. I mean, I bet in, in all of my research, that was sort of like the main underlying reason mm-hmm. why women do it is to like lift their man up. But like, are you really though? Because like, it's such how, a false how, like, thing. Well, I mean, it probably does lift him up, but like, the fuck? Like, aren't, aren't you supposed to be deriving personal pleasure mm-hmm. out of sex? Like, this isn't a one-sided act. No. Like, it's really, like, I think I would, and obviously it's been a long time since I've had sex with a woman, but like, I feel like I would be devastated to find out that like, in the end, there wasn't real pleasure for them. And that's not to say that like the rest of a, a sexual act is not pleasurable because sure. there's a lot of ways that you can derive sex, pleasure from sex. Um, it should not be all about the orgasm. But at the end of the day, if that's the if that's the truth, then why even lie about it? Like right. just be like, sweetheart, you have been fucking me for way too long. <laughs> You stay hard too long. Like, that would actually make a guy, like, proud, too. Like, that he fucks too long. It depends on how you say it, I guess. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Because that was one of the reasons that a lot of women fake orgasm is because they they're just be tired. Over. Or it's like, in, it's a more... You're having, like, a morning quickie or an mm-hmm. afternoon quickie. And, mm-hmm. like, you're like, I gotta get back to work. My lunch hour's been over for like, five go. minutes, you know? Gotta yeah, go. better go. Um, I, a lot of the men that wrote in were upset by this because they were like... Yeah, absolutely. It's lying. And like, I would want to know because I want to know how to get her off, you know? And so if she's telling me that she's having an orgasm, but she's really not, then first of all, I feel misled. But second of all, like, I don't know how to do it any better than, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, you need the instruction. Yeah. Like this guy said, absolutely. It is lying. You're misleading the guy into thinking he is doing something correctly and to your satisfaction. I prefer straightforward women. You can't get better if you don't know where you truly stand. Totally. It's, I mean, it's a great point. Yeah. It's like, I read a bunch of articles that talked about, um, like penetration isn't really how women have orgasms, which isn't always true by the way, but like, it's harder for us to do it that way. Like you usually need clitoral stimulation of some sort. And, um, that a lot of women, when they fake it, like it's like very obvious really if you know anything about how to give a woman an orgasm because it's not we're not gonna like be like two pumps and done like you said like it's not gonna be like pump 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 ah right (laughs) there might be some women whose body because i do think orgasm is also like a very mental thing oh i could see that and so i think if you can get yourself into the headspace where you're like you just sort of like let your body be free yeah but i think a lot of times like if you've been faking an orgasm for two years with a guy, like you're never going to get there mentally because now you're, this is just your approach. Right. I want to actually touch on that topic in a minute, but I'm going to read through some of these listener responses uh, first because we can, so we can get like the different gauge of them. But so this one's from Mary Liz. She says, I think so. As far as it's lying in a relationship, in a relationship that is, if it's casual sex, and if it's bad and you don't plan on sleeping with them again, you can just fake it to be done. Like, I actually thought that too. Yeah, if you're just like, I'm yeah. never going to have sex with this guy again. Like, I just need to be done yeah, with that's this That's protecting shit. yourself. Yeah. She said, but in a relationship, I think it's important to be honest if you are just feeling, not feeling it or if something hurts, building communication and trust. Uh, it also hopefully improves your sex life with your partner. Right. The thing about hurting, that's an interesting thing too because a lot of women will just try to like suck it up and get through it until the guy comes. But like this goes back to what we talk about all the time on this podcast about women being more vocal in sex. And like it really is very important because we're supposed to enjoy this just as much as men. Well, I also read that like for some women, orgasm can actually be painful. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that would suck. it, It didn't. The article that I read like didn't go into detail about it. It just said that that was one of the reasons that yeah. some women fake it because the act of orgasming can be painful. What? Yeah. That feels like such a punishment in yeah. life. <laughs> Good mean God. Um, yeah, I, I read something about a lot of women, or not a lot, but there are women who physically cannot orgasm. Like It's called anorgasm or something. I should probably know the name before I What started. did they do in a past life? I know, right? I mean, I think a painful orgasm sounds more like punishment. I would <laughs> yeah, just rather not be able really to do easy. it. Like if, 
if that's a good punishment, it should come very easily too. You know? Literally. Like, literally see you out. Come. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's from Ashley. She said, 100%. I'm not faking shit. If my man isn't giving me what I need, honestly, all the way, either he needs help figuring out what rocks your boat or he needs to know. Maybe it's just one of those times where it ain't happening for you. Being candid is better than faking. In my opinion. That's another thing is like, I don't think women orgasm every time you have sex and like that's okay too right like it doesn't mean you can't enjoy exactly about the journey too and if it's like look sweetheart it's not happening i gotta get to work or whatever yeah it's okay you can still enjoy enjoy it uh this one's for michaela and she goes no it's not lying it's a confident booster confidence booster for the guy I think that's I think that's wrong. I think you're lying to yourself at that point. Yeah, but like think about what a confidence hit it would be if he finds out later that right. you've been lying the whole right. fucking time. I um in my research I found out that like divorced men are 67% higher or like more likely to fake uh sorry. I'm getting divorced ahead of women? No. Um I'm getting you want to save it. Because, you want to yeah, save, save it. Let's okay. Save it, yeah. Okay. You want to jot it down in that journal yeah. right no, now? I've got you got it. it. You got, got it, it mentally noted now. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> He's just so excited today that he can't even hold his, his <laughs> feedback back. His feedback back. What? Um, okay. For sure it is. This one's from Lucy. You should be able to be honest with your partner and work through this stuff. If your relationship is suffering, in my experience, if you're still doing the deed but not feeling it, it will be tough to orgasm. It won't be enjoyable after a while. Resentment builds and emotional intimacy wanes. If you're faking because you're just, they're just not good, you got to try and be open enough to guide them in the right way. I don't think there's many things more, there's many things more of a kick in the teeth for a guy than someone faking their orgasm. That's an ego kicker. I wouldn't want to bullshit my partner. Nobody wins. There, I've said it. That's just my two cents. Yeah, and I think too, it's like, this is good advice just like to start with you know like once you get into it Ugh, you're fucked once man. you start lying like it's really tough like <laughs> yeah. to get out of that i've been in that situation before in other relationships like when i was younger and then you're just like well how do i do it now how right. do i like come back to coming <laughs> yeah because he thinks he's doing it right the whole like, time so then all of a sudden you need something super different and he's like wait what right it just is just obvious i feel um molly says yes i did not always feel that way you're only hurting yourself and if, if this is a long run relationship it was hard for me to break that silence and be honest about what wasn't happening for me in bed with my now husband so just be honest be like dude we ain't there yet we'll keep working on it i kind of liked that like take a lot of the like it doesn't have to be so fucking serious right but just be like hey yeah but let's keep working like that's like a project right yeah. you're like oh we have to have sex again so we can right. figure this out together i did read a lot of articles talking about one of the big problems with women's orgasm um a lot of times it's like they don't even know how to get there themselves right. so it's like kind of not kind of it's really important for a woman to know what gets her off too which is an interesting thought mm-hmm. you can tell you're really contemplating well that. No, well it <laughs> made me think of that article that i was telling you about um from the guardian where it said like um it says so the guardian did a study and it was it said it first showed that women that were felt uncomfortable saying the word clitoris were more likely to fake orgasms i'm just like which would make me think like someone that's scared to say the word clitoris or clit or probably even vagina probably isn't using vibrators and dildos and masturbating much um yeah, and they they also said that heterosexual women in relationships who had hostile views about feminism were more likely to fake it. I too. found that really interesting because I will say like there is some sort of programming in women that and we've talked about this a lot, but it's like you do things a certain way, you're married by a certain time, you have a baby by a certain time, and so we have all of these things in our head all of the time. And I think that one of those things that is starting to kind of go away, but it's slowly getting there is um, women owning their sexuality or it being okay for women to enjoy sex instead of just like doing it to either get pregnant or to please their partner. Right. Well, I mean, it's the traditional patriarchal view of like get married young, have kids, Mm -hmm. be subservient to your husband, blah, blah, blah. And I think 
this it, it, what's interesting about that viewpoint about feminism is that like you know like the modern view of feminism is it's so driven by women now that are so out and proud with like the pink pussy hats right. and things like that but you know when we first started like when feminism first started to become a little mainstream it was like you kind of assume they were all lesbians you know oh, like totally. there was something like a little more gruff about it right and, and um and i think heterosexual women kind of looked at them and were like lesbians all right and it gave like a bad you know it left a bad taste i think that's for right feminism. like how did you how do you wrap your mind around being in a heterosexual relationship with a man and being a feminist back right. in the day i right. think it's getting a lot easier totally because now men are feminist that's There's right a lot of yeah. male feminists yeah um so i think that the the view of feminism has changed a lot but i can see where they would have arrived at this like discovery yeah, I mean, it's uncomfortable too. think about too, if you got married really young, like, this is another thing I think that's changing a lot in our culture, like masturbation is, it's way more, it, maybe it's just more talked about, I don't know if it's more prevalent. But amongst girls, I do feel like it's, it's uh, more prevalent. I think maybe we're just talking about it more easily. I, I mean, I feel like people have, well, it, women have probably started to do it more. I mean, guys have probably always, since, always jacked yeah. up. But like, even when we were like young, like if there was ever like a masturbation scene in a movie or whatever, it was like almost something that was like was meant to be hidden, it's to like be embarrassed super about. super secret and taboo. Yeah. Yes, which I do think is getting a little less and people are talking about the importance of um, self-love and like making sure you're taking care of your own needs and being in touch with your own body and all of these things. So I think it starts a lot younger too. But like, I know if I had gotten married right out of college or something, like I wouldn't know what I wanted in sex. No. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know how to like ha have an orgasm myself, you know? And I think that's something you learn over the years. And especially as you age as a woman, like you just get more comfortable in your own body and accepting like what you want in the bedroom. And so if you got married young, like it would be a hard thing. What if you've been lying to your husband for like 15 or 20 life? years? Your yeah. whole life. Like that's a hard conversation to have. Plenty of women that like, literally go through life never having an orgasm that sounds so depressing so depressing God. i wonder if there's any correlation between like you know when you're younger and you start having sex like you'll kind of fuck anybody you know so it's like you have less you <laughs> you have less valleys whereas mm. as you're an adult and you're making you know more um sound decisions sound decisions like <laughs> You're, there's probably more lulls in your sex life. So you're, you mm. have to kind of turn to pleasing yourself so that like, that's an interesting thought. And, and maybe that's where you become a little bit more comfortable with masturbation in your body. Yeah. Um, where I think, you know, guys, it's like, well, you guys the second just like, your hand can touch your dick. That's what I was going to say. You know, like, yeah. It's so much different to me because like, yeah, well, this could go into a whole nother topic. Maybe we should save this. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say like masturbation for men and women is so different because it's still, it's more of a process for us. Totally. Everything is with this. Yeah. Although I did read in another article that it is a common misconception that a woman having an orgasm is so much more difficult than a man. And they're like, no, it's not. It's usually just that like people aren't going about it the right way or educating their partner on how to go about it. And so then it's just this frustrating, like, yeah, that feels okay. But like, it's never going to get, you right. know, I, I think we should put a pin in the masturbation thing because it, that could be a whole nother topic. Okay. Because I, th yeah, I think there's a lot that we could research on that. Well, we actually had gotten um, an email. This was months ago, and we were going to talk about the porn within a relationship conversation, which is super tough. But I want to actually that one feels like we need an actual <laughs> expert on because I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't. Like, either. It's it's like a hard conversation still for me within relationships. Like as an adult, like I think it's like confusing on what what's healthy, what's not, what is like, should you be threatened by what is okay? I don't know. And, and to be perfectly honest, like that's not something that I'm really into. Right. So I don't have a lot of experience with it. Like if someone was like, let's put on some porn, it would kind of make me giggle. Like I'd, it would oh, take me out of the moment. Are you saying to watch together? Yeah. Oh, oh, are, you talk, are you talking about like making it with each? No, I'm talking about like when you're in a relationship, because one of the listeners wrote into us and said that she had been having a conversation with a bunch of her friends and they were all talking about how their husbands watched porn and masturbated all the time and they hated it. And she was like, well, my husband doesn't. And they all started laughing like, yeah, ha, 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 like all guys do kind of thing. 
And so she went home and asked him again and they had a conversation about it. And she was just like, I'm like not comfortable with that. But is that weird that I'm not comfortable with that? Like, do I just need to be comfortable with it? He said he doesn't, but um, yeah, I don't know. And so then there was that, like, do all guys watch porn and masturbate all the time? Like secretly, is it, you know, like um, if they don't, if they're saying they don't, or is that actually true or I don't know. And like, if they do, what is an acceptable amount or what means they're not satisfied in the bedroom with you? Yeah. Like that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I know personally, like when I've been in relationships, it dies down. It wanes. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you really need it? That's not to say like it never happens. No. I think most people would prefer sex. Totally. Over masturbation. But like, yeah, I mean, there's times when you're not together. There's, you know, whatever it is. But yeah. I mean, there's also the flip side of that where I think, you know, it can become a problem, which is becoming very prevalent too. Absolutely. And like, it's a real addiction. Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting topic. Maybe we need to dive yeah. a little deeper into both of those things. If you know anything about me, you know, I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You actually brought up an interesting point that you found out that a lot of men fake orgasms. Tell us more about that. So, um, How the fuck is that possible? Well, um, one of them, one of the main ways that I read was condoms like no woman wants oh, to like see what's in your condom you know like gross. you can fake it and then like pull the condom off and throw it away that's true that's true that's um, true but an article that i read um on nbcnews.com said one in four guys have faked orgasm wow yeah that's way more than and, i would have thought yeah um the debbie i'm gonna butcher her last name Herbenick. she's the co-director of the center for sexual health promotion in, at indiana university uh-huh. university said men tend to fake for similar reasons that women fake to help their partner's ego to not hurt their partner's feelings and to end sex so that they can go to sleep or go home wow yeah it is so weird because like when you told me that i was like oh my god i start rethinking through like, like what if what if my partner has done that and i would be upset yeah. just like what you're saying with the men like i would want to know yeah because Ultimately, it's a. It makes you be like, 
was I not good right. enough? Like, was like what I, was like, I doing? Was I fucking weird? Like, uh-huh. did I smell bad? Like, did it not feel good? Right, all of those things. When in reality, I feel like what I heard a lot in that is like, most of the time people are just tired. But isn't this like such an interesting conversation? Because why do we have such a hard time owning our truth in right. relationships? Right. Like, that's what I was saying about what my boyfriend and I are working on right now is just like being authentically ourselves. Like that's, and it's harder than you would think. Well, we're programmed by movies and porn and all all of these things to like this perfect picture of what sex is and like what you're seeing on the screen is not real sex it's so frustrating to me we've talked about this a lot with porn but like that is a big fucking issue for women with orgasms because like first of all it's teaching guys the wrong kinds of things that are going to actually help a woman but then, too, it's like you can watch that and also tell when a woman is faking in porn. Totally. And it's like, how does a guy not even, how can you not tell? Are you joking? Right. Like, obviously, you've never seen a real orgasm because, right. like, it's not happening the way that you're doing that right there. And then it's not like the just the noises even that they make. I'm just well, like, half of what? it's dubbed. Like, if you really oh, want to, like, that's interesting. go back and look, like, a lot of it's, like, overdubbed. And... All of the guys on erectile pills, like right, like these are who like can actually say hard young people that, long. that don't need that, right? But they do it for the film, of course. You know? Like, like and there buddy. are there are moments where like a perfectly healthy guy, like it's just not going to work tonight, mm-hmm. and you have to work through that. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen a porn scene where the guy's like, "Sorry, babe, this isn't happening"? No, oh. I've actually, I like, yeah. Sorry, I was about to say something probably really crude, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I was gonna be about like I don't I can't remember a time of walking away from sex with a guy where he didn't orgasm. So it's like this weird. I mean, but who knows? Real, I guess though. I guess was I should start real? checking condoms. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but I, I think it's like we associate sex with orgasms so much, just like you said earlier. And like, it's more about the whole thing. Like we put so much pressure on the ending that that becomes an issue if it doesn't happen. And like sex is so much more than just an orgasm. It's awesome to have an orgasm, but like the whole experience can still be really enjoyable. And I think that owning that part of it is actually a step in the right direction of communicating about orgasm realness. Because if you're a guy, if you're a girl, like maybe you're not in the mood that night. Maybe you're fucking tired. Like maybe you have a headache. Maybe you need to wash your hair. There's a million reasons. But like that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to communicate that to your partner. And like I'm saying that thinking to myself and if my partner communicated that to me, I would need to learn how to not take it personal because that's to me the biggest issue. But I don't think any of us are doing anyone any favors by fake Totally. Well, this, I want to go back to this men faking thing. Okay. um, Because I started to touch on this point and then I realized I had moved on. Mm. Um, So, divorced men are 67% more likely to simulate orgasm than married men. Wait, wait, wait. It's likely tied to the idea that they've already had a major relationship fail in their life. Oh my God. Yeah. So, fuck, now I'm really like analyzing my relationship. Right. And wait, so uh, here's another quote from a doctor who's conveniently named Dr. Seth Myers. Um, oh my God. The main reason that men fake is to avoid having to talk about any potential sex issue. The fear is not having an orgasm and telling the truth about it could generate anxiety in their partner and invite endless discussion. Men would rather avoid the issue altogether than confront it directly. So interesting. Yeah. I think so it's a pride I'm, man thing. Uh-huh. Like to me, you know, we, we were just talking and we've mentioned it earlier. Like it's not just about the end. To me, anxiety, all of my anxiety in sex is it ending too soon. Like oh. that's my greatest fear. So like that's I, there's a fear of orgasm mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, sometimes that can affect your ability to perform too. 100%. Don't you think? Because you get so yeah. in your head, and you're like, stop, 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 stop. Right. Yes, like yeah, I've experienced that. Absolutely that with can. Men. And I would imagine that that's pretty common with guys. You know, it it's is. Like, yeah, especially yeah. Like if you are new in a relationship, like I can think about that scenario right. where it's like maybe you haven't had sex in a while, like you're saying, and all of a sudden you're having sex all the time, and you want to be able to last long enough for your partner, and right. like girls are just slower with this, or well, and and in you know male gay male relationships, like you're you, it's so easy to compare yourself to the other guy. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. It's like you, you like, like you're removing the whole like me. woman faking. Oh thing. my yeah. god, what an yeah, interesting thought. So it actually can thought. cause like really great anxiety sometimes. Wow. When you said the thing about um, a woman, I mean, a man worrying about his performance, I wonder if 
aging has, if that's any sort of like issue sure, in there, like as yeah. you get older, because is Thankfully it sex harder for guys? Now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As they get but older. But now there's pills and there's right. ways to like, you know, sort of enhance that. And right. I think that like the stigma around that has sort of gone away. I feel like when Viagra first came onto the market, it was like, Every man was like, I got to try one of them pills. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was also one of those like. Did you ever try Viagra? Hell yeah. You did? Yeah. What did it feel like? I mean, it works. Like a raging boner? Yeah. For how long? Works. And I think literally the person who should go down in the marketing hall of fame is the person who wrote this tagline for Viagra. If your erection lasts more than four hours, consult a physician. Why? Because it gives the idea that you're going to have a hard dick for four. You could have uh, a dick, a hard dick for longer last? than four. It's not four hours. What was it? I mean, probably an hour. But isn't but that a long is, time to have a The thing is, it's, it doesn't just make your dick hard. Does it make everything feel it makes, better? It, no, it makes, it gives you the ability for your dick to get hard. Yes, like you're uh, kind of aware of the blood flow there. Like you feel it. But you're not just like walking around with a big bummer that you can't control. Okay, see, I didn't understand that. I thought it literally gave you a hard dick. No, I mean it might for some people. That wasn't my experience. So that's why, like, I feel like I've seen a movie about this where a guy pops a Viagra at dinner or something. Yes, because I was like, oh my god, would he be walking around with a huge boner then? Yeah, but no, it's just like if things get going. In the early days of it, it was like a punchline too. Because but I think that that marketing line like fed into it. Like holy shit! You're, I mean, and is I that a marketing line or a warning? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's in the commercial as a warning, but I yeah. think it's like, I think it was intentional to oh, be like. Interesting. That's not to say that it hasn't happened, and yeah, you know, well, there's always those cases. Yeah, there's there's always those cases, but um, oh and now God. you know, like that was the first one to market. Now they've got other ones, like I think Cialis. You take daily so uh, that it's just like you're a little you're bit always there. ready it's like a lower dosage that you take daily <laughs> always ready never got to get yeah. ready <laughs> oh my god what was the thing that you were telling me about when we when you first got here and it was a bunch of different oh. people who wrote in their one lines about yeah, so, faking orgasms yeah so um it was it's from the cut.com and that's okay. you know it's from 2013, so it's not that new. Um, but they did, they got, um, they asked a bunch of advice columnists mm-hmm. about faking orgasms. And I won't go into like the longer descriptions, but um, I'll read a few of them. Aaron Bradley from the Daily Beast said, faking an orgasm is, is the same as pretending to like his band. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> this is actually a good piece of advice from Ask E. Jean on L. Okay. Fake, but fake with instructions toward the real thing. So you could be like, oh, right there, right there, right there. And even if it's not working, like you can be like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like like, you're giving the right direction. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. I don't know if you have to go full blown fake, but I guess if you're going to do it, they're saying like, at least make sure that they're doing the right thing. Like push them there rather than being like, you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? That would Um, probably never be a good approach. It's like training a puppy. Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. Um, Polly Esther, in- interesting name from the all, A-W-L. Esther. Is that a real name? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's just a pen name. <laughs> Confess to faking, be vulnerable, you deserve an orgasm. I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Um, this is from Anne Claude, the myth of vaginal orgasm. Fakers make other women feel broken. I mean, that right there is the best point to me, especially if your partner has been with someone before you that's like, you know, oh, I'm just having an orgasm so easy and here it goes. And then they get with you and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Yeah. You're not doing yourself or other women any fucking favors. Any favors. And uh, Carrie Tennis from Salon said, fake orgasms like all forms of deception are a tool for emotional control. Okay, that is also interesting. And that's that was kind of my point when I posted it on Instagram. As we sit here when with our men, we're like, no, babe, tell me the truth. Like, I want to know exactly what you're thinking. And like, it's such a big deal for me within a relationship. And I don't know if that comes from like my past or, you know, of lies in a relationship and whatever. But like, it is so important for me with truth. Yeah. And I never thought about that. But I'm thinking about all my friends because we talk about wanting to know the truth all the time. And it would just like, I, I, I just want to know the truth. I just want to know the truth 
But if you're faking an orgasm, you're not fucking telling the truth either. That is not the truth. Yeah. Well, this is interesting because it's another one from Aaron Bradley, who is the one that said the thing about fake bands. And she said, faking is okay because it's your choice, girlfriend. And so I just don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll read what her description is because I think it's nice to know the counter argument. She says, you're having sex for you, not for the benefit of future generations. Accordingly, you need to do what works for yours truly. When something doesn't feel right, whether it's faking orgasms or salsa lessons at the community center, you'll know it and you'll stop. Until then, keep your head high and the flogging with the hardcover copy of Our Bodies, Ourselves to a minimum. Feminism is about choices and trusting yourself to make your own decisions. I mean, I guess that's fair. Like, the point about the choices but I guess my question comes in with again intimacy within a relationship and if you are asking for that from your partner the faking piece still it just doesn't feel right to me it doesn't feel authentic psychology today said faking is a mate retention strategy what does that mean it's uh, the likelihood of faking was positively correlated to infidelity risk oh 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 I actually read that article too yeah so it's you're trying to keep somebody happy. Well, it said something about yourself, which is again, I think there's some programming within women that we need to sacrifice ourselves in order to keep our partner happy. And like, why can't it be both? I just don't understand. Like I read that article too. And I think it talked a little bit about the male ego and, this is a big misconception. John Rowe touched on this when we talked to him on our podcast, but that men are oftentimes way more insecure than women. And so if you brought this up to them, they might feel like failures or like, oh my God, and and frustrated, or it might be a hard pill to swallow. Hopefully you're in a relationship with a mature enough guy to be like, well, I want to do, I want to make you happy. I want to do whatever it is. And like, y'all can work together. I said to you earlier, I'm like, you can make it like a fun project, you know, like you're like, Ooh, we got to go try to do sex again so I can have an orgasm, like figure it out together. Like that's fun. Well, what's interesting, like you bring this to a really good point. I loved this one. It's from the only man on the list. It's from Dan Savage who hosts Savage Love, Uh who I think is brilliant. He said, don't fake period. Never admit to faking period. And, um, and this is his explanation. You could sit him down and tell him the truth, but you'd be running the risk of his never getting erection again in his shock-shortened life. Mm. No straight man can hear, honey, all these times that you thought you'd, you'd made me come, well, it was performance art. Without feeling a little smaller, here's what to do. Stop pretending. Let him think for some reason you've suddenly gone non-orgasmic. Getting you going again will be a challenge for him, and most boys love a challenge. Within this deceitful framework, be as honest as you can. Think of your vagina as a very complicated musical instrument you have to teach him how to play, like a mouth harp. Oh, I love that. A mouth harp. So, you know, he's saying, like, just... Stop faking. Yeah, but, but don't you don't have to necessarily, necessarily be like, hey, every time before right. this, I've faked. Um, I was reading something and it was from an ABC.com article, but they were talking about one of the main things that women do wrong, and this is kind of where porn comes in, I think, is that jumping right into sex, and this is 100% true for me. Jumping right into sex, I'm going to have a hard time orgasming. Right. The foreplay is where it's at for women. And like, if that is kissing, cool. If that's going down on her, like all of these things we have to have, like, it's like this foundational buildup that we need. And then it's really not that hard. Like what it's saying in the other articles, but like, it's not so much harder for men. It's just the way we get there is a little slower or maybe a little more complex, but it can be done. Right. But don't skip the foreplay. Don't what skip the, fuck? the foreplay. Um, one other interesting thing that I wanted to bring up because we haven't really given them much space in this conversation is lesbians. I didn't even think about lesbians. So I found an article in psychology today that said that, um, the people that are most likely to have orgasms are men Mm -hmm. and lesbians. And the study that they did showed that, um, 95% of straight men reported that they usually are always have orgasms when they're with a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. By contrast, 65% of women say that they always or usually have straight women. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Give me that percentage again. The man was 95 to 65? to 65. Damn, that makes me sad. Gay men report 89%, which is interesting that it's lower. Interesting. And lesbian women, 86%. Okay. Um, And, you know, they they, they attribute it to the fact that, like, a woman 
is more in tune with a female body. I was going to say, I feel like I would know. And if, probably is more willing to explore mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. try the things that work mm-hmm. for her on her partner. Well, I think you would also know if your partner if was faking. Because I'm like, uh, that wasn't an orgasm, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the other thing. I'm like, this faking stuff. And I mean, whatever. I know I've done it before in my life. But like, it's not like, how do you not know? There's like a whole like, your body like contracts. Like, I don't understand. Like, can you guys? I I don't know. I mean, I can't ask you because you have sex with men. (laughs) But I'm like, can y'all not tell? Are you fucking kidding? Well, this says, um, it ends the article saying, based on these results, one recommendation would be for straight men to consult with lesbian women to teach them how to satisfy women. This could also give an economic boom to lesbians. They're like, you know how you do it? um, An interpersonal sensation for straight men. They're like scissoring. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. (laughs) All of a sudden, your your, your husband comes home and he's like, babe, I'm going to try to scissor you tonight (laughs) with my balls. (laughs) Well, it's like I could imagine like a, a married woman being like, accusing the, her husband of like having a lesbian fantasy when he's really just trying to like get some education to like please his wife better. Remember when back in this first beginning part of us talking about so much sex and dating when those women were telling us they watch lesbian porn? This is an interesting thought. Yeah. Because this is why I yeah. seriously think that. Because remember they were like, I'm straight. Like I'm not at all interested in like hooking up with a girl. But for some reason, like if I want to watch porn, I would watch lesbians. I wonder if in lesbian porn, you're actually seeing real orgasms. I and there's probably something so. about like, like just, you just know there's a carnal instinctually. thing to it. Like you, you're seeing mm-hmm. like real pleasure for the first mm-hmm. time. Interesting. Fascinating. Well, I, I mean, not to harp on the porn stuff too much, but I do feel like too, when we talk about like the heterosexual stuff, it's mostly geared toward the man having an orgasm. Absolutely. So it's again, not, I mean, that's like the programming that's happening, which is so bizarre that you can have all of this feminine, feminist conversation happening. And at the same time on the other side, you're like having porn that's being made that's completely not at all about the woman at all it's fascinating do you have anything else you want to add to this i overall think that faking is a lie i think so too and i think it's um it's detrimental to both people yeah so you know sometimes little white lies are good for both parties i think in this case Honesty is best. See, when you even said that, I was like, like, what kind of white lies? You know, like, no, that shirt doesn't make you look fat. Well, that's what, okay, I did read an article <laughs> that someone said faking an orgasm is a, is okay because it's equivalent to like, hey, babe, does this dress make me look fat? And you don't ever want them to say yes. But no, I'm like, like, no, your fat body makes you yeah. look fat. <laughs> So you just got to be honest there too. I like. guess, but yeah, I just like this to me feels different because by faking, I think you do yourself the disservice of not having an orgasm. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It just feels different. Cause like, don't you want to enjoy sex? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I don't know. I'm all for it. Power of the pussy. Have those orgasms. <laughs> and men make your ladies come. And also like, men ask. Yeah. Just, I think it's like as simple as being like, Hey, what do, what can I do better? Or what do I need to do? And like start, if, if your girl is not starting the conversation, maybe you should. I have a question for you. Okay. Oh God. Do you think men should call women out when they think that they're faking it? Yeah, I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> we just did the side. No, thing. it's like, <laughs> I do because then it's like, First of all, either then her performance is going to have to get like really fucking good or she's going to have to get honest and be like, fuck, yes. Okay, fine. I'm faking and I can't get off. Like, I don't know what's happening, but it's not working for me. And then it either starts the conversation and you start to go through it together or like I said, you either move on or she's going to have to really up her like acting acting Stella Adler (laughs) masturbation classes. (laughs) When Harry met Sally like 800 times. Yeah. I mean, any guy who thinks that that's what a real orgasm looks like. No. Well, and I think too, it's like, guys, if you're going to call out your partner on it, like you have to do it with some, give them some grace. Yeah. Be nice. Cause like do it because you want, like approach it because you want to be pleasing them. Not because you want the satisfaction of knowing whether or not they were lying. Right. Yeah. It's a tough conversation. All of these things are hard. I think that if you go in with the gentleness and kindness of knowing your partner 
probably has good intentions on both sides, um, it can make it a lot easier. And then the sex ends up better for both of you. Exactly. And who doesn't want better sex? Who doesn't want better sex? It's always fun. Um, All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Keep the questions coming. We really do need to dive into this porn and masturbation conversation, I feel. Yeah, I think so too. Because it's like a tough one. Mm-hmm. All of these things that we talk about, we talk about because we don't think they should be taboo to talk about. Like, I think to me, it's just like, I need to know the answers to this stuff. And I know a lot of my friends and I talk about it. So like, why are we not, why are we making stuff so hard to talk about? Because I think this is why exactly why things like faking orgasms is happening. Totally. And look, if you would have asked me a year ago, if this is what I would be doing with your life, (laughs) I would have been like, fuck, no, I'm not talking about that shit. So people can hear me talk about it. So it's like, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the effects of just talking about it. Yeah. So it's a good thing. Like it's helping you get more honest too. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys got some information out of us and I hope you are all having orgasms (laughs) by yourself or with someone else and keep the questions coming. Have a good weekend. Always remember to act casual (laughs) unless it means faking an orgasm. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.